Welcome to a guide culture podcast series called Loy Lessons. I'm here, Macy McNeely, with my dad, Loy Day. Hello, everyone. And Loy Lessons, if you've been around for a while, you know they are not new. In fact, this is where a lot of everything about guide culture kind of began. At the beginning of my business journey, I was learning so much from Loy, learning how to sell, learning how to be credible, how to be liked and trusted, and and really learning these unwavering truths, these principles that were overflowing into Instagram and were really giving me a lot of traction. And he was giving me so much valuable information that all I could do, all I knew to do was to share him with the world. And we kind of got in this habit of every Thursday, he would share something called a Loy lesson on Instagram stories. Do you remember that Loy? I do. Now, what happened though, I was not trying to share a Loy lesson. Right. You forced me I to did. do a Loy lesson. I put the phone in his face and I said, share some yeah. good, valuable yeah. content. It would start out where Macy would be talking with her audience on an Instagram story and she would just put the phone in my face and say, say something, Loy. Then eventually she would say, give us a lesson, Loy. And then eventually every Thursday we would have an an official Loy lesson. And during that time, remember, we also did some live Instagram stories for probably close to a year. Every morning is like our morning show yeah. because we were trying to build the guide culture name and Mm -hmm. get things going. So the Loy lessons did develop from that. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to continue them further into a podcast series. So many of you loved the Loy lessons, and we are so excited to just bring that series back in podcast form. So here is how it works. Every Wednesday and Friday on the Guide Culture Podcast, there will be a two-part series, a two-part message from Loy. And then on Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, there's going to be a clubhouse room called the School of Sales. And this is where he's going to kind of have a part three uh, on Clubhouse, but even better, this is where discussion and coaching actually happens. His name is Coach Loy Day on his social media because that is his gift is to coach. And he's he spends most of his time coaching inside of guide culture and especially with our guide culture coaches. So for him to be able to come and coach on Clubhouse is just so awesome and just honestly, it's it's priceless. So put that on your calendar, 10 a.m. Eastern time for Clubhouse. And the best way to get to the Clubhouse room is just to go to Clubhouse and search School of Sales, but also on the guide culture Instagram, we actually link the room right before it goes live. So you can just swipe up on those Instagram stories and it'll take you right to the clubhouse room. Hope you enjoyed this series and we will see you in the school of sales room. Hey, this is Loy. Have you guys made smoothies? People make smoothies, right? I mean, I enjoy making a smoothie and sometimes when you make it and you taste it, it's like, man, that is good. That just hits just right. What are these ingredients in here? How did I do that? What made that taste so perfect? And sometimes it comes out, it's like, Ooh, that's not so good. Really? What did I do? to do that. The same thing with um, music. Someone's playing a tune and it's really in tune. It sounds good. It's just hitting just right. Then sometimes you hear some music and it's just something's off. It's not just, it's not right. It's out of tune a little bit. And the same thing with maybe your dress, your colors. You put on your clothes and it's just off just a little bit or it hits just right. Have you ever noticed these things? Well, the same thing can happen with 
your conversations, with your sales calls, with your interactions with people, things can be hitting just right. So, oh, that was so sweet. That was just good. I'm not sure what was in that, but it was really, really good. And then sometimes it's like, well, it had a lot of good things to say. I, I heard the features and I heard the benefits and I heard the things, but something was just off. Something just didn't feel right. And this is a part of what we need to look for because we can try to clean that up and make it sweeter on a regular basis to where it comes out tasting just right, if you use the smoothie example. And this made me think about, well, I had a couple of things I was working on, but a call yesterday really triggered it. It was a discovery call with someone, a prospect. And he said, um, what is in this training? I'm curious, I'm interested, but what exactly is in the training? And of course, as a the proper salesperson, I said, well, why do you ask? What are you looking for? And he replied, well, I'm, I'm looking for a complete approach. I want to, I like personal development. I love skills and techniques, but I also want personal development. And I'm trying to decide if this is the fit for me. Of course, which led into my response is that this is the perfect thing for you because our approach is the whole personal approach. Because the thing that we know is that even if you have skills and techniques, even if you have features and benefits, even if you have some skills on here's how you close and things like that, unless you have the whole person approach and you're doing things right and it tastes good to the people that are involved with you, then something's going to be off. So the whole personal approach is good. As a matter of fact, it's critical. Even with the skills and techniques, it won't work unless the whole person is there. And a lot of what we talked about too was even if you have knowledge, let's say you come in and you take this, all this information, the personal development, the whole personal approach, you learn all these things, unless you actually go out and do it and use it, it's still no good to you. It's knowledge versus actually using the knowledge. And, and part of the way we use this on a regular basis so that it comes out sweet and you're not even really sure what it is, is because it becomes part of the subconscious. You know, we our life is pretty much run off of the subconscious. We do some conscious things for a while, and then if we can do it enough and it's important, we practice it, it kind of becomes part of our subconscious, and that's who, that's who we really are is what's happening in our subconscious. And so how do we take knowledge and make it usable knowledge and allow it to get into our subconscious. And that's where we get into the approach that, that we take in guide culture. We use, we do the labs and we kind of keep reinforcing this over and over and over and keep talking about it with the groups of us. And, and eventually it comes to light and we see it as important and then it becomes part of the subconscious. But it takes time. It takes effort to do that. And that's why coming through the training and doing the whole process is so important. And then we talked about how once you start doing these things, and it's a sweet smoothie, it tastes just right, and you're actually using it over and over and over as part of the subconscious, then things start to spill over to other parts of life. You're using it in your business. You're using it in sales calls. You're selling with it. You're using it in your leading skills. You're leading the people around you. And then you start using it in the family. It starts spilling over into your family, into your groups, your friends. It spills over into everything because now that's who you are. So this is why I'm taking the training and staying involved. And this person, 
understands that personal development is critical. And the people that I've noticed, the people that really rise to the top are people who are constantly involved in personal development. They're growing their self. I was just reading in First Peter, uh, it's a book, some commentary books, some deeper, deeper dive study, really talking about things that are in First Peter. And he talks about the things that people struggle with. And, and we can tell you that if people are struggling with this, we all struggle with it. And these things kind of come out in the way we talk, in the way we do things. And the, the five things that were mentioned here are things that we have to work on. And the five things were malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander. Can you believe that we do all these things? You know, as a father, if you have children and you see the children acting toward each other in different ways that are not so healthy, maybe the, maybe these ways. Maybe they're jealous or envious of each other. Maybe they start, you know, talking about each other, trying to tell you things, uh, you know, trying to get e- the other one in trouble or something, or trying to make the other one look bad so they can look better. Maybe it's just, you know, being deceitful uh, and things like that. So as a father... You look at them, you're just so sad. It's like, I really don't, you know, I want you all to be happy. I want you all to get along. I, I want you to do these things the right way. And the father wants both of them to be happy. And they want this honesty and this good approach. Well, you know, that's the way our father in heaven is. You know, or if you talk about the father and we're his children and we call each other brothers and sisters, the people who are in this category of Christians, well, think about it. the father, the children, the brothers and the sisters. And the father wants the brothers and the sisters to act appropriately towards each other and care about each other and make each other feel good and build each other up. That's what he wants. And, and if we can get out there and live that way, then we're going to be that sweetness of a smoothie. And we talk a lot in, in our guide culture program about words, how words come out. They come out in, in actually the words we say, the tone we say them in, the intent of what we're saying, and it comes out as positive energy because people are looking for the magnetic person. So if we're magnetic, think about magnetic attracts things, and the opposite of that, it repels things. So if we're magnetic, we're going to be warm and happy. We're going to have good manners. We're going to have good and positive, leave good and positive experiences around people. It's what we call the good is cool message. You, know, there's all, you can always be good as cool. And the way we do that is we, we play offense. You know, when you're trying to do something and try to win, once you go into defensive mode, you're in trouble. You always want to play offense and be, be the person in, in control of the situation. And if there's a problem like this where we say, what's our, what's our intent? What are our words? How are we using them? If, if we know that's an issue, that can make it better or worse then we should attack the problem. We should attack it and train ourselves to be that good-tasting smoothie and to train ourselves with good intentions and out of love and respect for the Father. Because if Father, if you, we all want to please our Father, and that love and respect to please Him is why we should be doing these things. So we play offense and we have a reason. Now, some things that He tells us to be is to be patient, to be kind, to not be envious, to not be boastful, to not be proud, to not dishonor others, to, to not be self-seeking, not easily angered, and to keep no records of wrong. 
So apparently we do all these things. Apparently we're impatient, we're unkind, we have some envy, we tend to be boastful, we tend to be proud, and we tend to dishonor others, and we tend to be self-seeking, we tend to be easily angered, and we tend to keep records of wrongs. And at the end of the day, the Father is the judge, and the justice is administered fairly. So these are the things we talk about in detail in guide culture and through the full program, we, we're paying attention to these. We're watching the words we say. We're watching the energy. Is it positive or negative energy? Are we bringing sweetness to the table? Are we bringing things that are a little bit repelling? Are we magnetic? Are we repelling? So if you think about the word patient, uh, some things that go with that is is endurance and maturity. Patient means that you're willing to wait for what's needed. Maybe it never comes, but the patience is, is, is part of being mature, is being able to be patient for the good things and to be content with what we have. And some things that we do a lot of times to show lack of patience might be combative words, uh, like the word but, however, although. Some of these words that kind of tend to show a negative tone about them could be a lack of patience. And kind, uh, there's there's kindness and there's unkindness, and we've got uh, an academy this week. We're gonna go. We're gonna break down kind, what that really looks like, what that says. How can we be better at being kind toward each other? You think of things like slander, cynical comments, unrestrained unrestrained criticism. Those are things that are unkind. And what about uh, not envious? Sometimes we we're. Um, we're not as interested in the other person as we should be. But if we show interest, a sincere interest in the other person, we can't really be envious about that. And if we're pulling for others, which we talk about that a lot, the the opposite of that is having spite, jealous jealous feelings, maybe some ambitious actions that may harm others. That's towards being uh, envious. And what about boastful, not boastful? Boastful is like um, bragging, obnoxious. The opposite of that is to encourage and build others up, to notice and recognize, appreciate, and praise others. That's the opposite of being boastful. That's what not boastful looks like. Not proud means we show humility. Proud means we have arrogance, we're self-centered. And self-seeking would be things like we're conversation dominators, we like to gossip, we have hypocrisy and deceit. But the opposite of that is sincerity, trustworthiness, and giving value in abundance. Uh, not easily angered. Uh, we like to. We, we think we should encourage people towards noble things, and stay away from malice. Malice is like um, evil thoughts, evil intentions, and evil actions. And keeping no record record of wrongs. We believe in people, and we give people unconditional approval. Those are things we can do to attack the situation or making the conversation or the experience a pleasant one, a good, pleasant experience. Now, in guided culture, what we do is we teach these concepts. We go through and we talk about them, and they're woven in to the process for the full time. Because we stay on top of this, we attack it, we see this as being extremely important. Because once you kind of make a mistake on some of these things, it's harder to recover. And the problem is we do make them all the time, every day, I have to go back and look at myself and say, wow, I really messed that one up. I shouldn't have said that. 
I can't believe I did that. And, and every day I get right back on the horse and try to do it again and just do better today. Uh, so, and this is why the labs are so important because as you go through and do the labs, you start to apply these, you start to see the light, it shines the light on it. So, oh yeah, I didn't know I was thinking that way. I was saying these words. And, and as the light shines and you see it and you get it, you actually get excited about it. I can have this thing that makes this a sweeter taste when we interact with our, with me. And the one thing we finished up this discovery call with, or sometime in it, we, we had this conversation about how education always meets you where you are. Because education is not giving you something, it's allowing you to pull out what is there. And so no matter where you are in your journey, once you go take the education, which is what guide culture is, and you really apply yourself and you buy into that, it's going to pull out of you what's needed at the time. It's going to pull out of you where you are. See, the education is about you and bringing out of you what's in there. We're going to give you the format, give you some things, but if you buy in and you look at it, and I told him, I said, how many times have you read the Bible? And every time you see something different. How many times have you watched a movie? We used to watch movies when when the kids were young, over and over and over, you know, The Sound of Music or all these great movies. We watched them over and over and over and over. And every time I'd watch a movie, the same movie, I would pick up something new. I would find something different. And it's just the way it is because if you really enjoy it and buying in and studying and giving it a chance, education will pull out of you what's needed at the time. That's why repetitive nature of this guide culture is so valuable. It just keeps pulling out what's next, what's next. And so this experience is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner level or if you've been doing this kind of a thing for 20 years. If you come in and buy in, it will pull out of you something. So what happened to me, the the reason we even have guide culture, I went to a training not that long ago after I've been doing this for 25 years. The same things, just heard different ways at different times. But once you hit at a certain time in your life where you are, and you give it a chance, you give that creative opportunity a, t- a chance to bloom and blossom, something's going to come out of there if you give it a chance. And uh, the guy culture experience will do that for anyone and everyone. So we highly recommend, honestly, the, the guy culture we have online is followed by academy. And then we have the in-person. We recommend all three of them. And then the in-person and the academy on a consistent, regular basis to lay yourself to be in this light over and over and over so that this thing starts coming out and and gets better as as time goes. And so when you do these things, you will become the best smoothie many people will ever taste. And you just come to guideculture.co to find uh, the next online course. And the in-person, by the way, is January 5th through 7th, 2022. It's probably going to be the only one this next year. So we highly recommend it's for graduates only. Highly recommend a graduate to get into the in-person to really allow these, uh, these juices to start flowing.